Hello, everyone. This is Turu Turu, the Filipino restaurant podcast, where each week we profile restaurants or food trucks serving delicious Filipino cuisine. This is your host, Jean Caranel, avid home cook and event promoter for the Adobo Throwdown Cooking Competition and Food Expo. This week, we are with Yulo Jimenez Jr. and Jimmy Sanabria from Arecebo, a Filipino Puerto Rican food truck based in San Antonio, Texas. Hi, my name is Yulo Jimenez Jr. and I'm one of the owner of the Arecebo. And... Well, I'm Jimmy Sanabria. I'm one, well, like my partner say, we owners of Arecebo. It's a Puerto Rican and Philippine cuisine together, a fusion. And, you know, we've been chef for a couple of years, you know, not a couple of years, a lot of years, both together. And, you know, that's me and that's him. So let me ask you this. It's a Puerto Rican Filipino fusion. How did that happen? How did you come up with that? Well, so basically we work on the same resort here in San Antonio. So we've been talking and talking, we've been sharing ideas and last thing you know, you know, it, it just happened like we, we shared ideas, we came up with something, this and that, and then it just clicked. And then one thing, you know, it happened. So that's okay. why we got this Arecebo, a Filipino and Puerto Rican food truck. Okay, so I know the Cebu part, but how did, so how did you come up with that name? We, we was talking one day, we want to do a fusion. And, you know, Yulo is very like, you know, we, we both good, how you say, like we think a lot and, and we do good, we come out with good stuff. Then I, I tell you, let's say, I want something like, like both that identify both. And then we started uh, different names and then it, like a Puerto Rican Philly or something like that. But it don't it no, it no sound like, like, like cool. Then I, I know we was talking and then we say, I'm from Arecibo. Arecibo is my hometown, Puerto Rico. And then he's from Cebu. And then I don't know, you look like Cebu. And I'm like, oh, man, that sounds so cool. And then it was like a mix of Are from Arecibo and then Cebu from his hometown. And I don't know, he come up with that stuff. Okay. It was so cool. And I, I said, I love it. And then he's, I don't know, he can tell you too, okay. you know, what you think about that, it. That makes it. sense. And then did you guys design the logo yourselves or like how did- The logo? Um, yeah, I mean, the logo itself, I mean, we, we made the logo, Okay. same thing. The name, the logo is, oh, I mean, it just came out of nowhere, like, you know, because we're, we're trying to represent or make a logo that that's us, like, simple, but it looks elegant or something like that. Okay, cool. And because, we, you know, we, we, we chef and, and, you know, our background is, is, is we, we both chef and then we very, like, I just say, like, a fine, not fine dining, I don't categorize myself, you know, I, I we work that, but, I just saying like like he said clean something clean. We don't want a lot of pictures. Uh, mm-hmm. We just wanna we we very proud of where we come and the food that that we we come up and I think all that stuff get together and that's how we do Arecebo and the logo. He is very creative too. Then he come up with the logo. We love it too. It's clean. So um, it's a clean minimalist design is what you were after. So that's what you got. Yeah, just simple and clean. Okay. And then, so this is for the food truck and it's just, so you guys just, how long have you had the food truck? Oh, this is, it is interesting because we were like debating on when to start. So, so one day we just came up like, 
you know what? It's just open in your, you know, it's his birthday. It's on February 27th. So, so yeah, so we decided we open the truck on his birthday. Okay. So, so we were, what, we was, okay. I'm sorry, we were thinking okay. about on the 25. And then we had something and then like he said, he just said, let's open your birthday. And then I was like, why my birthday? You know, I don't like to celebrate my birthday. But I think we're going to remember always. Uh, yep. you know. So it's pretty much your birthday and the anniversary at the same time. Exactly. That makes it easy. Cool. And so what's the process of actually getting a food truck? So how did you guys get the truck? Oof, it's a long long process it was like we had a lot of hiccups we have to do like the health the fire and the water department we need to get through the, those stuff and that's there are simple simple things that like like we need to you know to go through and yeah that's basically it it's just those permits that that's mm. that keep, keeps us like um holding us like for too long okay. you know, basically i mean we were supposed to open last january uh -huh. but it's all these uh these permits permits okay so, yeah and then so when did you start pursuing the food truck like when did you say okay let's go get the food truck when did that process start it comes uh, like i oh. say like, three three months be no like four months before Okay, so it took four months. As okay. I remember, it was like late November. Yeah, late November. Okay. We start talking about what we're gonna do. You know, we come out with the fusion. We we make a couple meetings. You know, like like we we work in the industry, like uh, you know, like hotels and restaurants and that. Then we have that background. But to add what you say, it's not easy to do this. We, you know, so I tell him, somebody told me it's really easy to do a food truck. It's not really easy. We thought, we thought it was just easy, 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 busy. And but it's like, crazy. It's challenging. So, say we go through permits, you know, and, and the thing is, when you work with companies and that, you got one person that do that for you. You know what I mean? Like a permit, everything. You just need to develop a menu, train your staff and do everything, you know, and, you know, or create a system for restaurant and all that, but we need to do everything. We need to do, like you say, all the permits, you know, fire, these inspections, uh, marketing, like he do a great job in the marketing side, you know, organize all the financials, everything is it's a whole complicated. When you do it right, it's, it's a lot of complicated stuff and it okay. takes time, you know. Okay, I'm gonna get to the marketing side in a little bit, but I did wanna ask you, so how did you buy it? Did you buy a, a truck that was pre-built already or did you have it have to build to spec? Or did you buy like a, a used truck and then and then uh, remodel it? So how did that work? Like, what did you do? It is a new truck. Um, we, uh, me and Jimmy like designed the layout of the kitchen side. So yeah, it is a food. I mean, it is new and brand new. Everything's brand new. I mean. And so it's built to, uh, according to your specs. Yeah, according to our specs. Okay, awesome. Now we're gonna want to get to the marketing side. So, so you got the food truck ready. You want to launch. How did you uh, tell everybody that you were opening? How did you do your marketing? Uh, you, you can. Uh, 
we I mean we started from like because at first we we're like we're not used to it like doing marketing stuff right so we just started in Facebook uh, on an Instagram so one of my one of my uh, my my chef's wife posted us on in, I mean Facebook in in a Filipino community so that's how it all started and we just like just keep on going going and now we're like we're we're getting used to it now I mean we have like been doing some videos uh some post pictures so that's how it all started okay so you started with facebook and then instagram Instant, yes, youtube yeah. um we're, we're we're working on it okay cool Coming I soon. That, uh, what happened we we only we um a two two i just said two men show <laughs> then it's me and you and then we split everything and then we work together and it's really difficult to you know like uh, make prep marketing and that but i think we overall he's, he's doing a great job and you know like his videos you know he's very particular what we do showing our you know we, we you know we want to do good food then that's how he's showing his pictures and his video that we know that kind of food truck you know we do everything fresh we do everything in our side and we try to show people that way people come this this is more about like show what we do, you know, like uh, we're very proud of our, you know, our you say, techniques and all that kind of stuff. Then that's how, you know, that's how we try to market ourselves. Okay, so I'm, I'm glad you mentioned your techniques. So I wanted to ask you about your culinary training. Um, Jimmy, I want to ask you first. So how, what's your, what does your culinary training consist of? Um, I'm being a chef for, I think I started when I had like 16 years old, you know, okay. in high school, they have a program and I do it. And then that motivated me to go to culinary school in Puerto Rico. And from there, I just start moving to different states, you know, like a cook, I learned from good chef. I got a couple mentors um, and they teach me the right way, you know, like very, I know it's a debate right now about like uh, how tough is a chef, you know, that they scream to you and all that stuff, but that kind of stuff make me better. You know, okay. what I, mean? sure. I, never, I never take personal. Then that made me better. That made me to, to the high quality I have right now. You know, I know you look and talk about that too, but I say, and then from there, I just start learning, learning, learning with different kind of chef, you know, and from there, I just start doing my own stuff, same quality and that, and I'm being chef, different hotels, or different company, restaurants, and I love to cook. And, you know, you learn okay. you good mentors, that's why you, you're good, you know? Awesome. How about you, Yulo? How did you get started? What was your culinary uh, background like? Okay, so I think I started at the age of, like, like I was a teenager, uh, and then, I start. I started. Um, I studied culinary, and after that, I just went out. I mean, I've been to. I'm not bragging, but I've been to like places. Like I've been to different kind of states, different kind of countries. I went to London, Dubai, and I worked in a cruise ship. I worked like in Guam. I worked in Saipan. Basically, it's. I mean, because I. I like. To, I like. I like to learn. A dish or a cuisine where it's like with where it's came where it came from. So like, I like to travel to learn. So that's mm. that's how I I started my culinary journey. That's very admirable. So how did you? Right, for, so how did you guys meet? Huh. 
So we met uh, in in here in San Antonio. So I work, I, I mean, we both work in a resort here in La Cantera. Basically, it's a La Cantera resort. We work there. So yeah, that's how we met. Because met. he is a task force and I was a chef there. So we were, we were both chef, chefs there. Yeah, I was doing, uh, because of the pandemic and all that stuff, I was doing like task force. Because at uh, that moment, it was very difficult to find jobs and that. Okay. I was traveling to Tennessee and then I go to, you know, I, I was in Dallas, but I was traveling like around doing task force. And that's how I, like he said, me and we bonded very good. I like, you know, he was very professional, very nice. We have the same mentality. And that's how we, you know, like we bond, like a real, really bond, like a we like a team. I don't know. Awesome. Brother that, that, you know, that kind of people that you meet one time and it's like a brother for you. Like, I don't know, you know, the way that he talk, the way that he think, everything. Like, it just. Oh, that's, that's yeah. fantastic. Okay. So let me ask about, let's see, you were, so you're talking about your culinary training. Uh, have you guys owned, uh, a business before? What's your business background? Uh, you, I'm gonna go to you first, and you, Jimmy. So we have like a couple of business. I mean, before like we have this uh, catering and what do you call this? Way back in Philippines, and then I had this bakery too. So I'm 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 into this world where you know business. I mean, okay, this food food uh food business industry okay so you you you've been in business before and you know yeah what's like to be a business owner mm -hmm. awesome how about yeah. you jimmy um my culinary you know uh, business you know career being like i work for a lot of companies like higher you know hilton uh you know omni uh different small restaurants and that and that's how all my background you know like like a executive chef or chef and then running the kitchen i've, I've been running to the food and beverage department in some hotels mm -hmm. that i work and that uh i work for independent restaurants too before you know that is you know it's, it's you know we've been doing this for a, a good time but is this your first time as a business owner yeah i got my catering business okay, um, okay. in orlando but uh i live in orlando too but um Sometimes you like want to do something and then you come out something else. Then you know, I I I, I leave my how you say like a, I just I just do something else and then now yeah. I, but I consider this like my first big project, you know. For us, you know? Okay, so now I want to go into the challenges of of the the food truck business. <laughs> so can you just kind of walk me through like what what do you think the biggest challenges? are in having a food truck and what makes it different from a restaurant so you guys worked in restaurants what makes a food truck different uh food truck oh like the the mobility the, the way like move, moving place to places because you have you have to clear because for example if you have a fryer you have to clear i mean you have to drain all the fryers every time you move if you, if you don't it's gonna be all over the floor because mm. it's going to be like moving like crazy and as well as the things from because uh, we have shelves we need to take down from a shell all, all those stuff put in somewhere that is safe that it doesn't like pull down there's a lot of challenges in the future like in in the way in, in make sure your your trailer 
is safe and uh, how to call this because two months ago our trailer was stolen but luckily we, we got it back okay stolen so, yeah. Uh, yeah, right, so how did that so okay so so how did that happen how where did it get stolen from like I said, uh, uh, to make, you know, these stories, uh, you know, we don't like to talk about too much, but, okay. I, you know, we, I got, you know, myself, I got injury. Uh, I got an infection oh, in, in my foot and that. And then I remember the same day that I'm going to go to surgery. Um, uh, somebody stole got- And then it was like, I think it was eight in the morning or something like that. And I still, because I'm in Austin and he's in San Antonio. Then I was texting you. I said, "Why is this person is texting us? Like, the the food truck is in the front of the, you know, of their uh, house." And then the the, the curious thing is like Yulo, The day before, he go like around twelve or one to check the truck because we having a, in a location. And then he was like telling me, "Hey, you know, I'm checking everything. Everything look good, you know." And then I think that happened like a, maybe a three or four in the morning, somebody. Five. Five in the morning, okay. Yeah. Five, something like that. And they start driving our truck like crazy. And then they left. I think the truck was uh, so so small for our, we have a big uh, trailer. It's like a, what is the measurement you look? It's like an 18 by. It's a 20 foot trailer. So it's pretty heavy and huge. Yeah, and our truck was kind of small. So okay. I think, yeah. And then they just they just park it. I think they cannot they cannot pull it so so much. Then they left in a front of a, a, a house. Somebody's household. Okay. Then that person start I start texting us like, "Why you food truck uh, doing the front of our house?" And we like, "No, we leave it. You know, we left the. You know, especially you was there, and he was uh, you know that morning he I was in surgery. He was like moving, getting try to get you know the police all that stuff." We was lucky because uh, this happened all the time in this industry. Like a lot of people get stole their truck. It they disappear, they paint them, and you know, and then you don't know nothing about your truck no more, and you invest all that money. You Holy know? cow! So let me ask this: So they texted you saying your truck uh, is by my house. How did they know to text you? Did you know but the guy? Through through Instagram and Facebook, they search okay, your name. So. Yeah. So one of your followers saw your truck and then told you, hey, what's your truck doing here? Is that what yeah. happened? That's early in the morning. Hey, I mean, they just message us and hey, why your truck is here? You need to get your truck is in my driveway. So I was like, wait, what? <laughs> when I check, when I check, when I check the trailer, oh, definitely that's our trailer. And I was like rushing, going to the place. If it's really, I don't know if it's a prank or what, but I went straight to, to the place where we parked. And then, man, it's it's totally gone. It's just real. Holy so, God. yeah. We lucky they not stole nothing, but it was a whole mess. All our food in the floor because I think they dry so, you know. And, you know, I was in the hospital too. You just, I was like, oh, like, man, I cannot help him. But but he do everything. And and he really, like, you know, he clean it too. And, you know, okay. but he, so you were saved by Instagram? Pretty much, yeah. Instagram or Facebook, yeah. Instagram or Facebook, yeah. So, it, it was stolen and then how and long then we closed for a month for that oh okay yeah this being one of the you know our hiccup is like my surgery plus get the the truck stalled 
then we have you know our menu is, is good but it's just like a it take like a almost a month close and it was hard because okay. i cannot work and also the, the stall of the truck you know so we, we've been surviving okay and then you um you also are only open a few days a week right yeah right now we're just open uh fridays to saturdays because or i mean Basically, my, my partner here is still recovering from his surgery. So by, by the time like we're like fully, fully, we're going to have uh, like a full schedule. Okay. Yeah, we're doing Saturday and Sundays. And like he say, and it's because my leg pretty much. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope that you feel, I mean, your, your, your road to recovery goes quicker. And uh, we wish you the best of luck on, on your recovery. I want to go to the other challenges about having a food truck. Uh, I know, I remember one time, was your gas out? Like you couldn't fry anything, right? Yeah, yeah, true. When you, yeah, I remember that because he, you were there and then we're like, our gas was fully out. It's it's the fire system. So basically it moved. If, if that thing moved, it has this automatic fire. Like it closes the gas. Totally, so you cannot use the gas. So it's cut so off. Those, what so it's basically an automated cutoff, right? Yeah, automated. Cutoff. So what do you have to do to reset it? Man, we really don't know what to do, but we, we call somebody and they, they just fix it easily. Okay. So luckily, it's all fixed. Okay, and then how did you come up with the location for your food truck? Well, we we start with uh in Champfield. And then because uh, we know over there is a lot of good uh, Filipino community and Puerto Rican. Uh, and we start there. Then when they stole our truck, our truck and our recovery, then we moved to another location. Then that's the one that we know in okay. a street fair in San Antonio. And, you know, it's a good location. They have patio, everything. You know, they have uh, our electricity, our water. We don't need to really move too much the truck. You know to do before we need to because we don't have water then we need to do every two days you know fill the time we go to a commissary you know yeah. go to fill the water you know make sure our oil everything you know because we you know all these are by the health department stuff that you need to to really do it you need to keep okay. it back and all that kind of stuff and you know that way speaking of, before i forget speaking of the health department so how often do you get so the health department goes in, does an inspection, right? Yeah, they do. Inspection. Okay, how often do they do inspections? It depends on, on them. Okay. You know, like, uh, but when you open the truck, you need to do uh, at least two inspections. And then they give you a whole sort of requirement that you need to have all the time. And, you know, you need to get a certificate for your training, all that stuff. That way you make sure that you're doing the right, you know, the right stuff. It's the same thing like a restaurant. They come one a year, you know, or two a year, depends how clean is your truck and, you know, or your kitchen in, in, in the, you know, in the regular basis in a restaurant. Um, if you fail, then they come back more often to check you, okay. you know, you're doing the, the stuff that you need to do. Yeah. So if you fail, they can shut you down, right? Yeah. Definitely. Or any, any anything like uh, we have, you know, people that they get shut down because they know how you know sometimes you're working and the water you know like you know how water you need to have water too you know okay but you have a water hookup and electricity yeah, hookup already that's awesome 
so do you, so is it just secured over there at the street fair essay? Yeah, is it's, that, more, it's oh, more secure. It's more secure. Than, you know, I think you can talk about that, but I think it's more secure than the other place that we have. Okay. And, and now we have like a, you buy locks for your wheels, everything. Like we have some people that donate us and stuff to us when they oh. they see the that they, we get told and you know it's some angels there that help people you know yeah and i heard that the if it doesn't get stolen it gets vandalized i see that i see reports all the time people vandalizing trucks right so so that's terrible that people break into trucks and i see that it's just very uh, disheartening you, you you work so hard to get a food truck going and somebody goes in and vandalizes sure. it so I've heard that it happened a couple of times, and then I think one to one of the trucks that's by you guys. So let's see. Um, and then I want to talk now about the menu. How did you guys develop your menu? Like, how much planning went into that? Well, we've been we've been planning our menu for like for a while because it's 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 a mix of ideas mix of where it came from because basically my food i mean my i mean the filipino side uh ideas from my experience from my mom's recipe from my aunts and from also my, what my dad's uh favorite food so i'm just gathering everything that i have i mean my family background and from what i experienced then that's what I put in our menu, and as well as Jimmy's menu. Jimmy can talk about his menu, and then we basically it's a it's a fusion. We we've been like brainstorming uh, our menu. So I mean, and 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 this I mean, out of context, uh, we have we have, we've been uh, we've been trying to, and we're working on our next menu too. This coming okay. this coming following weeks. So okay. Jimmy can talk to his okay. menu too. Yep. So, Jimmy, tell me about the Puerto Rican side of the menu. Um, yeah, the Puerto Rican is the same thing. And this is something that you and me talk about it when we design the menu. It's more about cultural and family. Like, for example, some dishes that he say his grandma, his mom, you know, stuff that his dad like to eat. And that uh, mine is the same thing. It's like my grandma recipes that, you know, she died already. But I'm very, she was a great cook and I love her. So much and she touched teach me a lot of stuff then we got some original dishes that are like you know unique but then all the ones are fusion like i can give you a sample we have empanadas then we sell a trio then one of the trio is uh the pork that we use for the lumpia i just make it with cheese the, you know like the puerto rican cheese and then we make empanada with that you know and then people it's like oh, wow this is different you know and that's what we try to do fusion fusion stuff and and the original and use the learn when we watch that. And also, you know, like uh, you will say, we working in the new menu. We wanna put like stuff that you know again Puerto Rico and Philippines. Like uh, it's a fusion. It's not like a one restaurant, you know, it's just a fusion of both together. And uh, I know at the beginning you 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 asked how that come, I think you know, it's a lot of similarity in the in the flavors and that, like tangy, you know, uh, we use a garlic, my, my cuisine pretty much all fry, 
you know, very you know, healthy. But at the same time, like uh, we try to incorporate all the techniques and all that stuff, and it, it's cool. And you know, also my, I, I can say my wife is like Filipina too. Then, you know, I have a, a lot of Filipino in my in my side too that I'm learning how to eat your food and all that stuff. And I respect that. It's really good. Like uh, I get excited about all that stuff when we do. Okay, because the thing is, these are two very diverse uh, cuisines. You guys have a lot of choices. How do you figure out what not to put in? Like you, you can't put everything in that you want. How do you decide on like priority? How which ones you're gonna put in and which ones you're gonna leave out? Like how do you guys decide that? Mm, we supply the demand of okay. what people want, and and um, prep wise, we're thinking about which is like you know easier for us, accessible for us to do because. Right now, it's only me and him, so we're trying. We're working smart, not working hard. Okay. So, I'm well, gonna, I'm, okay. Oh, go ahead. Okay. To add to that, like uh, Yulo say, um, we at the beginning, and I know Yulo agree with me. We was like running this like a restaurant. Yeah. And then one day we stopped both together. I remember in the truck, and we <laughs> look each other and say like, "What are we doing? This is completely different." Yeah. Like. Food truck, you know, your prep is limited. You know, like you don't have a big kitchen that you can have a storage, like a lot of vegetables and stuff. And you, you know what I mean? And, and if you run out in something, you can make yeah. it big, like a restaurant. Right. And we just got, you know, we, we start figuring out how much portion we need to prep for, for our weekend or whatever days. So we do every two days or something like that. And and in everything, the marketing, the in the budget stuff, all that kind of stuff. Like it's just, it's just really different to our restaurant. Okay, so yeah. the food prep, I wanna ask you about the food prep. So does that mean, okay, first of all, just for our listeners. So what is involved with food prep? What do you prepare? Well, we like, cook fresh, uh, you know, uh, we cook everything fresh. It's nothing, you know, like some stuff you need, for example, you do empanadas, I do my empanadas fresh, but I, 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 you know, I, I need to keep in the freezer some, some of them, but pretty much everything is, is fresh. We cook, you know, cut vegetables, got a, most of the dish prepared like a restaurant style. That, that's how we're different too. We try to cook the more fresh we can. Mm -hmm. And like, for example, you wake up every, every day that we, that we uh, open, he wake up and do his uh, bow bones that are really good. He's one of the best bow bones, uh, you know, fluffy, everything. But he take that time, that, that take time. You know, in the morning he wake up like, a, I think it's five or six, he can tell you, but, but he make his bone and he's so really, you know, they're really good. The same thing with the lumpia, you know, we do our pork, we ground the pork, we put everything, panada, you know, mofongo, everything. We, we try, that's how we're different, I think. We know we know buy stuff in sand. You know we buy stuff in sand, but not like a frozen stuff. And, and, and not ready made. Already made. Everything that you see in our menu is we make ourselves, and that's what is a little complicated because it's only two of us and do marketing and do you know budget and and cook prep. It, you know it's a lot of work, but okay. we do we love it. And, so you were you were talking about the differences between having a restaurant and the food truck. And then you talked about how you prep is going to be different. Can you walk me through what is the biggest difference between prepping in the food truck for food truck and prepping in the restaurant? So prepping in food truck, the first thing is the storage. You have limited storage. 
you don't have that, you know, that because because in restaurant restaurant industry, you can you can prep ahead like a few days ahead, few day you know a week maybe, but in here in food truck you have to be like because the storage area is so limited. So that's the first thing, and then the workplace you cannot really because of the space. So you have to be you have to think and I mean organize yourself and how they call this to make your prep work because it's hard uh, you need you need to be like 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 us because we are, we're trying to to cook all, all our food like uh fresh you can see that you can in in this trailer we, we always cook our food fresh we don't we don't we don't buy i mean we don't buy frozen stuff we don't buy i mean it, everything is fresh no not not nothing is ready made okay and then going back i want also on how you do your food prep is that does that mean the amount of prep that you do, does that drive what you're going to put on the menu? Like you're not going to put something that's super complicated because the amount of food prep that it involves, does that play into the decision whether or not it goes on the menu? We try to, how you say, like a, we, we try to make it a more easy for us, but at the same time, we want to challenge, challenge ourselves because we want to give you a good product to the customer. Like we have okay. our lemma, like a food, uh, food, good food take time. Then when you go to our food truck, maybe you wait like 50 minutes, but okay. you have received something like a restaurant. A lot of our customers say this is a restaurant quality food. You okay. know? Cool. Yeah. And that's how, you know, I think it's, it's a challenge, but at the same time, we push ourselves to be, to do that because that's what we believe. Okay, so I, I know you guys keep track of this, but what do you think your top three uh, 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 best-selling items are on your menu? What are the top three? Top if you can give me the order, this or is awesome. Is it top three each? No, top three, or? the entire menu of the entire menu. What are the top three best-sellers, entire menu? I say it's difficult because uh, it's how the people feel that day. Okay. <laughs> but normally, and Yula can tell you uh, from the Puerto Rican side, I we sell a lot of mofongo with, uh, okay. with pork and I'm sorry. Um, we, you know, we lechon wale. that's how our mix. Uh, normally Puerto Rican, they just fry, you know, uh, pieces of pork with onions and that. We have the lechon wale. it's a really good mix. Uh, pan seed from the Filipino lumpias. We sell a lot of lumpias. But lumpias are very popular. And the other one, I don't know if he agrees. The sticky pork adobo. Sticky pork. Okay, cool. All right. So I'm going to ask a different, a separate question for you, Jimmy, and a separate question for for you, Yulo. Jimmy, I need to ask you: What is your favorite Filipino food on the menu? On the menu, the sticky. The Filipino food. Okay. When, when I, normally I do cashier, you know, you love do cashier too, something, but when we do, I do cashier and frying and that, and I always recommend because I don't know, I like the sticky, the sticky, the sticky ribs are very like a we, you know, we boiling for a couple hours and then we make a butter or rice or rice, uh, rice flour and then we fry. And then the sticky sauce is the one that makes that dish like awesome. And then the garlic rice that he makes is, is, is awesome too. Then that's my favorite dish of, of the whole, you know. So this is the sticky sticky pork adobo? Is that what this is? Okay. 
All right, so Yulo, tell me, what is your favorite Puerto Rican dish from the menu? Oh, I, I could eat this all day. It's the mampotia rice. Okay. Man, it's it's good. Like, as a Filipino, tasting that that kind of rice, the dish, it's really good because it has beans, uh, potatoes, peppers, cilantro, and it has a lot of seasoning. So okay. I recommend that if you go to our truck, you should try okay. mampotia rice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it because as Filipinos, we only put garlic, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fried rice. Okay. So let me ask this. Uh, do you guys have vegetarian options? Oh, as of now, I think we don't have, Not but much. we can make the pancit as vegetarian. Okay. Well, that's uh, what I went with. really? No, 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 no. It's not. The Filipino food is, is a very hard to get a pure vegetarian. I don't know about the Puerto Rican food, Jimmy. Filipino food? And yeah, there's so much pork. There's because of the even the fish patties is fish sauce. That's fish sauce. The yeah. shrimp paste, that's you know, that's from fermented shrimp. The pancit, mm -hmm. you typically use chicken broth, right? No, you we don't use have vegetable our, broth. We, we make oh yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. But you yeah, it's hard to make a pure vegetarian yes. Filipino dish. It's well, hard. Um something I wanna add is is like uh when because we chef when we have like vegetarian people and and how you say like vegetarian people or other allergic or something we we identify and we make a dish special for them uh, you know we have vegetables we have uh, for example mofongo i can make a, a vegetarian without the bacon and the bacon grease that we use and the garlic you know we have garlic oil too that go in the recipe but we try to you know, if we sometimes we have a special thing. If we have a special that has something that we can make, we, we make it. That's, that's okay. our. We we have that mentality from the auto because I don't know. You go to auto, you always need to satisfy your customer. Mm -hmm. yep. And we if we don't have something, yeah, we don't have it, but we give you options. I learned that from a lot of hotels that I work. Then you give you options, and that people go happy. You know, that's our our main main concern. So uh, you know. Okay. So you're very key on getting customer feedback and then and then acting on it, then, right? Yeah, we try, you know, to satisfy the more we can. Sometimes you cannot do it, but most of the time we give you options. Then that way they feel like special, you know. That that's our lemma, and, and I know you have the same. You know, we have the same mentality. We try to make it happy, no matter what. Uh, we do our best. Uh, some, you know, you can read. Uh, most of the people text us back in Instagram or, or Facebook, and we have a lot of that recognition. They say like, you guys are nice. Thank you for, you know, sometimes we almost close and somebody comes and say, hey, I'm hungry. Then I say, okay, you wait a little bit. We can turn the fryer on. I can make you some empanadas or some lumpia. You know, like we always there try to, you know, it's not about like, it's not about the money. It's not about, it's about the, the, the making customers, customers. happy. And then you get that back on, so people can give you that feedback also on and the reviews on Facebook and Instagram, right? Normally they do like direct to us and that's one of our problem. We're trying to get fixed up because we need to, people know what we do. But, you know, also some people write reviews in Facebook or Instagram or Yelp or, mm. you know, or that kind of stuff. But most of the people just text us directly, you know, in okay. Instagram. 
practicing a message and that we have a lot of that. It's just, you know, we cannot show that, you know, at least we we make a copy or something, put in the website, but yeah. Yeah. Well, some people do like, hey, if you, you know, if you tag us on Instagram, they have a chance to win something. So I don't know, maybe you can do promos like that to uh, bring up, you know, some 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 traffic to your to your uh, to your uh, food truck. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few business questions here, um, and then how how has COVID affected your business? Well, we 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 started um, in COVID time, so I think I think it doesn't really like we don't it doesn't really affect us right now because it's because mm-hmm. we started like three four months ago, so it's basically. Uh, how to call this? I think that I think the pandemic already passed a little bit. Yeah. Then, but now you know the the increase of prices and that, but, but because inflation, inflation, but the COVID, I don't think that affect too much because, like I said, we know what's in the middle. But we have another, uh, you know, the food the food trailers around us. They work in the pandemic, then it was a little hard for them. Yeah. So the way that they do the business. So would it be safe to say that actually you you uh, you came in at the right time, right after you know like when COVID's kind of dying down, that's when you started your business. So you didn't really feel um, the effects of COVID for the food truck. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let me ask because um, you talked about the uh, you talked a little bit about the inflation. How is that? How are you weathering that challenge? Because with the food prices increasing, how are you, um, like, how do you mitigate that risk? How, how do you, how do you still provide, you know, good food at, you know, affordable prices, but you still have a, to keep an eye on your bottom line, you can't be taking a loss. How, how, how do you think you're doing that? I think, you know, you don't want to say something too, because, you know, we together on this, but um, it's to you go shop around everywhere, you know, shopping in different places because it's, for example, last week- Lower prices. Yeah, we look for, for good prices to keep our food costs down and all that stuff. But um, for example, oil last week, it go up to 50 bucks and I cannot find it in normally where I buy. And then I need to go like three places to get a $50 when I pay $40, you know, it's $10 more. And then maybe next week it just go down again to forty. You know, it's like a um, thing. And so, okay. No, I didn't want to ask you about the oil. So, do you have, do you discard the oil after after every use, or is there a way to kind of well, keep it for a couple of days, or like how does that how how often do you have to replace the oil? This is for the oil they use for deep frying, right? Yeah, we have a standard of our oil when to when to when to throw them away. So if it reach if it reach our like below standard, then we have to like dump it. Okay. So how do you how do you check that? The color, the smell, and yeah, it's it's the color of the oil and the smell is like too burnt. Like it's, we, you can we, you can smell if it's overused, like the burnt smell of the the flour and mm. and all those stuff and we have our rotation too on our you know we have three fryers right now we're using only two okay and, uh, we all the flour still going one 
all the other stuff going a low temperature you know like the empanadas all that stuff take less time you know less that way they don't they don't get burned you know and you have a nice crispy but uh he said we rotate it if we see it you know dark or the smell is bad then we throw away and you know pretty much we go through like what like two or three gallons uh by week you know okay okay have you considered maybe adding uh, adding more help or are you for now are you guys just okay with just the two of you right now well we are definitely we are okay. yes we're trying to because we have fans coming up so we are trying to to add um, staff in our in us add more team because right now if two of us um it's, it's just too much for us but I mean right now we are we have some help like here and there but in the future definitely definitely okay and then so the future is the future is going from two days a week and you know, three days a week and going five times a week right exactly so five times a week what's what's your like you know like five-year plan you well, can start first okay our plan is to make a company uh, we call in the the food uh, food truck group you know they have okay. groups uh, we want to open different concepts uh, you know like we already have think about what our next concept that we're gonna do in there uh, we planning to open the next if it's possible three or four years big food trucks okay you know, and have a staff and that and then from there we just want to help people when I say help people is um, like I work with a lot of cooks and a lot of people that are bright, uh, you know, like a very good people that have good ideas and they really good, but they don't have the opportunity like us. Like uh, we, we take a chance to open this food truck, you know, like uh, we put our savings everything there and other people that help us, but I want to help, you know, me and Yula want to help people to open their, okay. their dreams. Then if you have idea, I help you to open it, you know, I already go through the whole, you know, me and you go already to the whole, you know, all adventure of, or, you know, where to get the permit, all that stuff, because that's, that's one thing, a lot of people don't know what to do. Uh, that was our case. Then we start re research and everything and, and, and do it. And we're still learning about all these, you know, we learn every day, you know. Okay. So but it's I, very interesting that you said that you want to expand you want to expand your business but you want to expand different concepts yeah different. i would have thought that you were going to get three or four more trucks but the same concept so you have economy of scale so you're going a different route. you're going the creative route that's very it's a very brave yeah we have um, a a lot of ideas, you know, you love or have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of ideas. We just want to put there a company that do, you know, we want to do a, a lot of people want to do a, a food truck, but good quality food and okay. good hard and have good employees that they work hard and they learn and they, they can grow too. And that's why our, you know, first we start with this one, this is our baby. And I think this one always going to be our baby because we love this concept. And maybe in the future we can we talk about all the time like uh we can do a restaurant maybe you know we with this concept um but right now it's just like open different food trucks that way we don't like to get boring that's why we're gonna change our menu because we're gonna take the the best sellers and then we're gonna add more stuff because 
you know, new stuff because we, you know, we chef, we like to be creative and, and we don't want to get bored, boring mm -hmm. on that. But, but it's like, I don't know what you want to say, but. Yeah. So, Yulia, I want to look at your side. Okay. So, like what he said, the main, main, as we, as we grow, the main, the main purpose of, or our, the main plan that we're trying to come up with is to help those people who are talented enough, passionate enough in the way they do, or passionate enough in cooking to help them like build their own business. Like for example, if they wanted their own their food truck, we can help them and like, like helping them like financially or something, like build their own truck and then just guide them on how to start a food mm -hmm. truck. Because that's our really main, 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 how to call this, main plan for the future. And then as well as when, when we reached the point where we're trying to open our own restaurant, me and Jimmy was planning like, it's because we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do good, a plan, and then hopefully, hopefully, God forbid, uh, we're gonna be successful in what we do. And then we're gonna make our own, and like, like a pure, like a maybe 25 seater or something restaurant. That's okay. our future plan. Ultimate okay. plan. All right. So so the plan is crazy. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of people that have so many talents. Like I have a lot of cooks that, you know, when I was a chef in you know in a restaurant that they have so many ideas and, and nobody give you the chance. And that's how we feel both together. Like uh, we want to help the people. It's just, oh. just you know. Well, that's that's very noble of you guys to do that, to think of others, right? And then you want others to pursue their dreams too. Yeah, because so it's not all about us. It's about, yeah, it's first for us like to grow and then as well as uh, um, those who, 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 whoever needs our help. And then, because for us, it is not a competition because right now our main goal is to put out our name out there, Filipino mm -hmm. and Puerto Rican food. That's okay. the main goal. And then let's see. So let's talk about how. What's the best way to find your food truck? You, you just go through. Um, you, you just make announcements on on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, and, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, we, uh, you can find us at at Arecebo Official. It's all it's all in Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Okay. Same same issue. And then, and then we uh, finish okay. through our website too. Uh, very oh, soon. In Google too. You can find us in Google. On Google. But then do you have a website coming up? We have a website. Yes, I'm working on it. It's almost up? done. Almost okay. done. Almost done. <laughs> All right. So are people going to be able to order online and uh, yeah, we're working in the on works? It. Awesome. Awesome. And then, so let me ask this. Would you, do you guys do catering? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. We're, so, all right. We can do and, like catering, a fine dining style. I mean, dinner, plate up. Yeah, no, not only Puerto Rican or Filipino. We we have a span our, you know, we we definitely any cuisine will do. Okay, so you can do like a pop up. Uh, yeah, we can do pop up if whoever wants. We just we DM us, message us, contact us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like I said, uh, we we've been talking with other people. We wanna uh, we're gonna start doing collaborations very soon. You know, like a pop up restaurant thing, and then we make a menu and we collaborate with other uh, other food truck or chef that we know. Then that's coming too. But like I say, it's, it's in, everything is in planning right now. Okay. One step at a time. Yep. So let me ask you this: 
Um, I'm just going to ask some 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 basic questions. So we're because we're coming up on the on the supposed to be a lightning round, but I had designed this lightning round for one person only. So it's going to be hard to do it with two people. So first, so let's let's do something else. Then. So let me ask this: what What is your I mean, what is your are, are you influenced by cookbooks? What's your favorite cookbook? Uh, Yilo, I'm gonna go to you first. My favorite cookbook? Uh-huh. Uh, mm. uh, I have a lot of favorite okay. cookbooks, but mm. what's the last one you read? What was the last it, one? It's the the CIA cookbook, because everything okay. is like there. Like so, I mean the, from the basic. I'm all about the basic. Because when you once once you get all the basic and once you get that thing, you can create from basic to this creative crazy stuff. Okay. So basic for me is everything. So I get the book. The, it's called CIA something. Forgot. Okay. I have it here. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? What was either your favorite cookbook or the last cookbook you, you ever read? I got two. Uh, okay. The French Laundry. Uh, I call him Papa Keller because he's. For you yeah. so good. That is bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> And my idol from Puerto Rico is uh, Willow Bennett. You have a cookbook. Uh, I forget the name, but it's Puerto Rican cuisine something. He's one of the, how you say, he's my idol. Like, I love that guy. Uh, and, uh, you know, the way that he cook everything is just cool. Okay. So, Jamie, I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, what is your death row meal? That means if you were on death row and you had one last meal, what would that meal be? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I have to. Do. I got a pork belly. I love pork belly. Like, I, I die for pork belly. <laughs> anyway, like a braise and then very seared or whatever like that. And one of my favorite, favorite dishes that my mom do is uh, cut. Then God, it's a, okay. we rice, we white rice, and uh, onions and eggs and olive oil. That very simple, but that's the best dish ever. Okay. Also, oh, so you know what I did forget to ask, and I need to edit this. Um, desserts. What do you guys uh, do? You guys serve desserts? Yes, we do serve dessert. We have this dessert of the week. We might change weekly or biweekly or a month. Right. For now, we have Halo Halo and Filipino side, and Jimmy, the Puerto Rican side, is the queso flan. Queso flan, is that just like the like a, a basically a basic flan topped with what kind of cheese? No, it's a blender. It's like a coaster, and then we uh, blend, we blend uh, you know cream cheese, eggs, uh, evaporated milk. Oh, holy cow! Yeah, a video that you will make. And you start getting like a little bit. We have a lot of views. Um, me like I put in together and all that stuff. And also my, you know, I got my my daughter here in in, in vacation. Yeah, she lives in Holland and she make the last three batches and everybody's like, wow, this is some good. And, you know. Okay. But yeah, and the halo halo is really good too. Okay. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, let's see. So I have a few questions here. So I. But this is more geared towards Filipino food. So I'm going to do the lightning round questions. And this is going to be just for, for, for Yulo because of the, his Filipino background. All right. 
Yulo, I need you to answer these questions quickly. Don't think about it. First thing that comes to mind, okay? Okay, perfect. All right. Pancit Bihon versus Pancit Palabo. Bihon. Uh, Sinigang versus Bulalo. Sinigang. Ube versus Makapuno. Ube. Jollibee Chicken Joy or Max's Fried Chicken? Jollibee. What's your favorite destination in the Philippines? Of course, Cebu. Favorite non-Filipino restaurant? Oh, crap. So, uh, oh, it's hard. Anything. Non-Filipino, non-Filipino. Is it like a food uh, Anything that, uh, about favorite uh, cuisine that's not Filipino? Uh, French. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite, favorite Filipino restaurant that is not yours? That means anywhere in, here in San Antonio or anywhere. What is your favorite Filipino restaurant that is not yours? Uh, it's, I forgot the name. Oh my, I'm, I'm bad at names. Sorry. It's in Philip. I mean, it's in Cebu. It's really good. Uh, okay. I forgot. I forgot the okay. name. Sorry. And then uh, Top Silog versus Long Silog. Top Silog. I mean, Long Silog. Long Silog. Okay, cool. All right, that's it. Now, here's what I need for you guys to think about. Um, I have a so give this a bunch of thought and we'll get back to this. Describe your restaurant in one word. Okay. Think about it. I'll give you a couple of minutes and we can talk about something else, but try to get that. What describe your restaurant in one word? Quality. Jimmy, do you agree? I say family, but quality is good. Okay. Family, yeah. Family. Let's go with family. But uh, if, it's if, all about my mom and his mom and his quality too. But I feel like family with you. Yeah, I go with family. Okay, because that yeah, because that encompasses just like you were saying. That encompasses your your cooking is heavily influenced, influenced by, by, mom. by your mom. Yeah, same thing with you, you Jimmy. All right, so family. That's awesome. Family. Um. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna put you on the spot here. So I have a uh, an adobo cooking competition coming up on uh, in October. So are you going to be in the competition? Yes. All right. Uh, then I will see you in October. I'll see you in October. We'll see you in October. Okay. So cool. So let's let's just wrap up. So again, what are your hours, and where can we find you? So. Right now we are parked at um, 1916 Austin Highway at Street Fair SA. And we're open Fridays to Saturdays, Fridays at 5 to 11, Saturdays 12 to 11, and Sundays 12 to 9. Okay. And then uh, you're on Facebook. Yeah. We'll and you can find Facebook. us on Facebook at Acebo Official. Instagram, same thing, Arisebo official and TikTok. We still have we also have TikTok. Awesome. Okay, so any any last words you, that you want to tell first? our audience? I just say no, thank you to you to have us here. Uh, we I really enjoy the time. And um, just visit us and you wanna try something different or something original too. And if you wanna, you know, we can cook. Uh, I know we can cook that. Do you want anything we can do it? Yeah. Yep. And I know because I've tried your food. It's awesome. Um, Yulo? Okay. 
Um, first of all, thank you for having us here in your podcast. It's our it's an honor. Um, and also thank you for the Filipino and Boricos here in San Antonio and as well as the San Antonio community for the support throughout this food truck uh, food truck journey. And I hope you will continue us uh, support uh, supporting us. And yeah, come come visit us and say hi. We're at, we're at Street Fair. And also, awesome. thank you for my, my mom for teaching me how to cook. Cool. Thank you guys very much. Thank you for listening to Turu Turo, the Filipino restaurant podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Salamat po at magkita tayo sa susunod. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.